This is a Radio.com original. Now, I talked about the, the rockets. Uh, this is all functional. Uh, we'll turn the system on up front. Right over here. Wait a minute. You said all functional? What, so yeah. you, you flick a switch and the rockets go off? Uh, well, like I said, uh, when I built the car, yeah, they were wired and they fired. Uh, the CHP didn't like <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. It's all you need to take a ride up the 101 in the middle well, of uh, well, that, rush hour. That was the, that was the uh, CHP's problem. They didn't want me to have live ordinance on the L.A. freeway system. I don't understand why what everybody is wrong else with has these it. people. Greetings and exclamations, everybody. Welcome back to another Talking About Cars podcast where everybody has a car story. I'm Randy Cardoon, and of course, part of the dynamic duo, depending on where you see him, uh, dynamic duo, yep. Hot Rod Bob Beck is joining us all the way from our Talking About Cars Two Tired Guys Great American Auto Scene Studios in lovely Port Wyneme, whose weather is guaranteed to be much better than the literal hell that I am living in, in the San Fernando Valley, uh, in comparison. Yep. Not that the valley's completely. Of course. No, no just, com just yeah. in comparison. So uh, I don't even want to ask what the weather's like or the smoke, smoke situation is like. We'll just kind of move on. Moving I'm on. I'm thinking of putting on a long sleeve t-shirt. Yeah, like I said, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, couple of <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we, two of us, Tried something different on this show because usually we bring on a celebrity guest and usually or, or a car personality and we sit there and talk a little bit about their car stories. That's always a lot of fun. But we tried something of some weeks ago and we did kind of like what if regular people like Bob and me, if regular people like Bob and me had TV cars, you know, the cars we knew from TV shows. Right. In fact, in fact, Bob, you're familiar as well with Star Cars, which is something here in Southern California, and they have them all over the world, I understand, but people who own celebrity TV show cars, and they'll take them out and show them at shows. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of guys come out, they, where there's a, a copy of the DeLorean that was in the Back to the Future. We know a guy that has one of the kit, he actually has the kit car from... Knight Rider, yeah. He has the, the second Knight Rider car, not the, the, the one-year wonder. In fact, yeah, the one-year wonder. And, and we actually, he that car was part of our first TV Cars program. Uh, right. And we also had on the uh, Rockford Files Firebird. Clone. Clone. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Mustang from Knight Rider was actually the Mustang. Uh, right. And also we did another clone. Starsky and Hutch clone. Starsky and Hutch. A lot of those yep. around, and I'm sure we'll get some of those on as well later as we keep doing this. And we wanted to see basically what it was, the reaction was. And the reaction was actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I mean, people like seeing those cars. They're, they can identify with the cars, whether they watch the TV shows new or watch the reruns. They're still iconic cars that we see all the time on TV, in you know, on video and so forth. And so keeping with our usual policy of never knowing when to stop something really good, we're going to do it again today in this we episode. Are. Yes, we are. And we good. have two cars you definitely know. One, of course, is uh, from the Black Beauty, Green Hornet. 
And this is from the TV one, not not the movie one, but the Green so Hornet one. The original I, one, the real one. Yeah, it isn't the one, but it certainly yeah. is another clone. But this is different because the guy built it himself. Oh. He took an Imperial and he built it himself. And then, of course, what is more iconic than the Batmobile from the TV show twice a week oh, yeah. on ABC, the, otherwise known as the 66 Batmobile. And we're mm -hmm. going to uh, bring the owner of that car in, in mere moments. Oh, good. Leonora Fodrell is uh, a woman who owns a construction company, and she has one of those. In fact, I understand she's ready for us now. So, Bob, yeah. have, you, have you learned to play anything to make any noise? Can you, like, do this or something? I mean... No, or am I snapping my fingers again? <laughs> Presto! Whoa, it worked! How about them apples, huh? Magic! Right. Wow, here she is, Leonora Fodrell. She is joining us live from a secret location. You know, you, you can't, like, leave the Batmobile parked in the middle of the street. No, you li no. the Batmobile was hidden in a cave, Leonora's car i'm not so sure if it's hidden in a cave but certainly it's in a secret location so people can't bother her and try and take the car away so no. she's joining us live and uh well live on this broadcast uh, leonore give me an idea i mean have you always been a car girl how did you get interested in cars uh well to be quite honest uh my late husband was a huge car nut and introduced me into the love of cars and um, as uh, we went through our, our long marriage together, he really showed me all about cars and I grew to love the cars. And I'm a huge fan of American muscle cars. Absolutely love them. And um, I just love cars. They're all unique and especially the old ones. Yeah, anybody in your family uh, ever drive that stuff? I mean, before you met your husband, were you ever into that kind of thing? Oh, you know what? I, I, I was, but not to the point that I became after after our marriage. Uh, but yes, there's a number of family members that are huge car nuts, love everything about cars and trucks and tractors and what have you. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful hobby to have. Leonora is in Southern California, like I said, at an unknown location. Uh, now, I understand you do have the car uh, with you now. Is that correct? Correct. Let's let's see if we can see it so people can just get an idea of what it's what that's a ho hey now Ooh. now that's a real batmobile not these things you see in the movies that is the real thing it's not the real one though but it's uh, it's gorgeous in fact for people who have watched the podcast before you may remember when i interviewed bert ward in a batmobile that is the Batmobile. By the way, okay, thank you absolutely. again for letting us use your Batmobile right. for that. Absolutely. Hopefully, absolutely. hopefully all the, you know, uh, graham crackers we ate while talking didn't make a big mess or anything like that. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about how you came involved with that car. So it's, it's, it's actually a really interesting story. So probably about um, eight years ago, my husband was a huge Batman fan um, ever since I, I can recall, huge, huge Batman fan. And, and we were both uh, fans of the uh, TV series, loved Adam and Bert. And, um, you don't so, have to, wait a minute, you don't have to jump right into effects. the Batmobile now and help the police, do you, or anything like that? You know, I, I'll let them handle it this time. <laughs> okay, good, good. good. My, my Batgirl is at the cleaners. <laughs> 
I don't want to interfere with police business or the Batmobile suddenly showing up at the commissioner's office. Now, okay, I'm sorry, you were saying. So about eight years ago, um, he, he had an interest in obtaining a Batmobile and I told him, of course, so does everybody else. And he was really adamant about getting a Batmobile. And I said to him, what, what are, in the case that you're gonna get the Batmobile, what on earth are you gonna do with it? And he says, I don't know why, but it's on my heart to use it for leukemia. Um, and so it's just a really strange thing. So we started doing our investigating. He was an Indiana boy. And so we went to go visit family members and he had been doing some research and found that Fiberglass Freaks was in Logansport, Indiana. And we spoke to Mark Raycroft, who is the maker of the Batmobile out in Logansport and had some conversations with him and finally decided after many trips out there to go ahead and purchase the car. So we, have, we were in the process of the build and my husband became sick with leukemia. Hmm. He had no idea prior um, and it was the worst leukemia that you can imagine. Um, he had an additional uh, problem. It had, um, the, the leukemia had a Philadelphia chromosome, which is pretty much the kiss of death. He ended up surviving for three and a half years. He was given two weeks to live. Um, and he was able to actually drive the car once before he passed. So the one thing that he asked me to do in his memory was to go ahead and keep the dream alive and do a lot of charities with cancer for it. And to this day, that's what we do. And um, so it's a great legacy to his memory. And we do a lot for uh, American Heart and Stroke Association, American Cancer Society, the Relay for Life, Bark for Life, which is canine cancer. We've taken it out for um, first responders night over at Quake Stadium. It's been in the Hollywood Christmas Parade. We've done a lot of wonderful things with the car and it just brings great joy to everybody who's around the car. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, that, that is such a, such a good story of why you got the car to begin with and good for you for um, continuing to take the car out on these uh, trips for good. I mean, that, that's incredible. Uh, and the reaction I would imagine out there among the people involved and affected has got to be through the roof. Well, you know, it's funny. We've, um, I've since remarried early, earlier this year, uh, which was great right before COVID hit. But uh, my, my new husband, Gabriel, and I have taken out the car um, and watched re people's reaction to it and actually watched a few accidents happen because people get so crazy watching the Batmobile. <laughs> They're not paying attention. They crash into other cars. Uh, the few times that we have had it out on the street, people chase us down. They stalk us. I mean, they really go crazy for the car. So it's um, become very necessary for us to carry it around in a very uh, nondiscreet trailer so people don't realize what it is. <laughs> but we've had, a, we had a great tow truck driver who was really into this, and we usually get him when we were hauling it with the tow truck, and he used to dress up like the Riddler. And <laughs> oh, that's funny. Laugh and that's laugh funny. At, and he'd go along with it. I stole the Batmobile and be driving, and people would chase him down. Yeah, that would probably be not a good thing to drive yeah. that car down the city street or something like that, or being on the freeway. What's what? Why are you not looking at? Why were you not looking ahead of you, sir, before you crashed into? Well, the Batmobile was behind me. Okay, yeah. blood alcohol check. Can we uh, get that over here, yeah. please? That girl was was driving the car and it just distracted <laughs> me. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Wow, that's so. Tell us a little bit about the car. What is under all the Batmobile cladding and all that? 
Okay, so I'm going to take you over to the Batmobile so you can see Ooh, closer. Okay. All right, now for those of you who are uh, watching this obviously on our Two, two Tired Guys uh, YouTube channel itself, evident but let us tell you a little bit for those listening on radio.com and knx1070.com so go ahead and try and put my camera so this has been actually upgraded to um anyone who's a car nut it's been upgraded to an ls1 engine so okay. it, it do some fun stuff <laughs> so he makes a fiberglass reproduction of the of the original batmobile is that correct yes that's the name of his shop it's fiberglass freaks and um, this is number 14. And I don't know, at the point when we had purchased the car, it was number 14 of 27. I'm pretty sure Mark has done quite a few more. So the chassis is off of a 1977 Lincoln Town car. You needed something big to be able to house this. This car is actually 18 feet long. Wow. Is that pretty much the size of what the original Batmobile was? Or is this even longer? True, true to every detail true to every detail yeah the original batmobile was based on a lincoln uh or ford uh concept Futura. car called the futura correct, correct. That's, that's right by the way did you know who was in the movie with the futura did you know uh that there was a movie that was actually you they, they've used the futura the original Futura in the movie before. and it was in paris or something like that any, any you know idea? what i remember seeing something like that but i don't recall what it was I want to I want to say it was Glenn Ford and Debbie Reynolds, I believe. Now you're going to make me look this up. Debbie, um, right, he'll do it while we're talking. Beautiful car. Tell us about the interior. What do we see on the dashboard and so? Forth? I mean, they've really made everything authentic to detail. Hmm. Now, what we're looking at is uh, we're looking at the front of the car. Uh, excuse me, the interior. The you yeah. see the dashboard and. Uh, a lot of the chrome, a lot of the uh, the seats, and uh, you can see the, let's see, you can see the bat extinguisher, extinguisher the bat extinguisher, and yep. the bucket seats, and of course the overhead, uh, it's not, what, what would you call that? The overhead, the, emer the emergency the bat turn lever. I re Remember right. them yeah. using the emergency bat turn lever? Yeah. You know what? I, I believe so in the uh, in the series, yeah, and then their lights would flash and carry on. <laughs> the bodywork is impeccable. That's a beautifully done car. That he is seeing that has been the best car he's ever seen. Everything else has not been up to its equal. And so Bird has been in a few Batmobiles himself, and he really loved the car. Good. Now, have you ever taken it to uh, for Bogey or Bogey? Uh, George's daughter to see? Joji. Um, yeah. Or Joji, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well uh, I won't comment on that because it was a sore oh, okay. subject for them when oh. the uh, when the uh, patent came up. It oh, wasn't okay. a good okay. subject. I was, I was wondering about that. How did that all get resolved? I mean, has that been resolved or is that something you can't talk about or? Well, from, from my, my understanding and, and I could be wrong. So if there's anybody out there who knows different, uh, I apologize if I made any mistakes, but uh, from my, what my understanding is DC Comics owns it now. Ah, and so the right suit, okay. there, was a number, there was a number of Batmobile makers back in the day and DC Comics obtained the patent and started going through and sending spies into different shops <laughs> is the story. And 
they sent in a spy to fiberglass freaks and they were the only ones that were approved to make the batmobile after that tour All right. stores so, so you're fine yep you know i've heard that they've made batmobiles out of things like lincoln's and pontiacs and 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 they'd use wagons ford wagons or something like that yep Anything that could house this monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but this, this is actually the, the view. This is actually the view from the passenger seat, just so you get an idea of what it's like. And as you can see here, this is a huge, huge blind spot for anybody who's driving the car. It's, mm -hmm. it's a bad blind spot. But it's a very cool car. You've even got a bat phone. It's a, it's a Bluetooth bat phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we tried, I, if I remember right, didn't we try to use it once? Yep. Yeah. We, in fact, when we had it over at the uh, Hollywood show, when we were interviewing Burt Ward back in the day, we were actually, Leonora was trying to show me, okay, this is how you do it. You pick up the bad phone. And I'm thinking, how cool is this to get a picture of me in the bad phone? And I believe I have a picture of me with the bad phone, which yes. On, the, yes. on the video, you will see it. But this this was this is just so incredible and to sit behind the wheel of this batmobile was just it's almost like being right there with a personality of course you live with the batmobile all the time have you ever tried to parallel park on this thing uh my husband has i'm too short <laughs> <laughs> oh you can't I'm drive five no, I'm 5'2". If I really scoot everything up, you know, <laughs> uh, and it's not real, it's not real forgiving on the seat adjustment. So I'm 5'2", and it's a, and he's a very large man, so he can get in quite well and, and move things around. So if I'm doing a short, short drive, no problem, because I can scoot all the way up. But typically I don't because I'm so small. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, that's got to be a bummer. I mean, you have this cool car and you can't drive the damn thing. You have to use pillows or something, right? Basically. Basically. Mm -hmm. He loves it, though. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> now, do you don the black uh, cape and, and masks and so forth? You know, yeah. her personal life, I think, is something we don't need to get into here. <laughs> do you, all right. Let me put it this way. Do you get into costume when you drive the car? We have done that before, yes. Okay. We have done that before, and, and it's really exciting because we've taken it out to different charity events, and we'll, we'll get dressed up. And it's really neat to see the new generation of kids who've only known the cartoon Batman, which is a new generation Batman. So a lot of them don't know this old generation Batman. The, the kids our age do for sure. So it's kind of neat to see, you know, kids' reactions. They'll say, there's a girl Batman, and they don't realize it's Batgirl, you know? Uh, wow. And the costume is definitely different than what it was back in the day. So, yes, we have the costumes. We take it out. And for us, it's the joy of just bringing this car out the difference it makes is definitely an attraction, you know, and um, we've done some really great things with it. And one of the biggest joys was bringing it out for first responders night for mm -hmm. all of our, our, our police, our, our fire, our ambulances, and those people who really make a difference. Wow. I would imagine you've had that car signed by people or not. I actually got Bert Ward. So for those of you that are, uh, are listening, uh, Burt Ward, or may not have been around when the show was he on. Was Robin, he was Robin of the original TV show. Right. Good friend, by the way, of Bruce Lee. Mm -hmm. You know that? No. He was a good friend of Bruce Lee. In fact, uh, he, they helped each other work on their um, 
videos or, or auditions for their respective roles as Cato and Robin, which was interesting. Right. Yes. So that, that I found rather fascinating. You could see it on YouTube. I believe there's some video of that floating around somewhere. Well, this is really cool. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, and, Do you want to see any of the sirens or anything going up or down? Oh, sure. sure. Okay. My husband is Gabriel. So, Gabriel, come in here a minute. Okay. I didn't know the Batmobile had a siren. Oh, well. we added a few tricks to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> just watch it. You don't want those sirens to come by to say, hey, what was that? No, you just say it was the apartment building next door. Exactly. Okay. So, he's going to lift up the engine, the hood of the car right now. Okay. Well, here's the, the little scope that comes up. There's a little scope that. Oh, uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. What was that? That was basically. Yeah, the, the radar. Yeah, the radar scope. Kind of looks like an irregular antenna with a little thing on top. Something happened there. <laughs> like Sorry. a bat. I heard the horn go off. The horn, the horn, the horn got stuck. The horn got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's going to be fun. Oh, no. Did it seriously <laughs> get stuck? Yes, it did. Well, <laughs> so, well, sorry for that. I mean, <laughs> where talking about cars goes, nothing works, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> stay away from that horn. <laughs> yeah, stay away from that horn. Coming up, by the way, we have Mark Truman standing by. He's going to join us to talk about the Black Beauty here in a moment. Okay, that's going to be a no-go. <laughs> okay. Leonora, thank you. Gabriel, thank you. Gabriel, for thanks. Allowing You're very to join, to drag the car out uh, for a brief period and, and share the glory of owning a Batmobile with our Talking About Cars, Too Tired Guys uh, listeners and viewers. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. All right. So long. All Have right. Super so Sunday. that was Thank fun. You. That was really fun. And now, yes, as they say goodbye, we bring another car you know, Mark mm -hmm. Truman now joining us with our black beauty hello mark sorry sorry for the look but i'm trying to do something for 2020 so i'll play santa if i have to no that's yeah. okay I, I i understand i have uh i haven't had my hair cut either since uh may or uh, april so don't worry about it. i'm wearing a hat so it takes it all away yeah, I, all right, my so headset just covers mine i've been since february i haven't had a haircut. <laughs> exactly you thought we were giving you the black beauty no we're giving you santa and his sleigh Play, to join yeah. us here talk about tv cars oh man yeah the 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 trunk is big enough i'll be able to fit everything inside <laughs> yeah you can get all the reindeer and everything else in there right you can put cato in there batman and robin the whole car it would be everything there oh yeah Hey, thank you so much for joining us. And let's talk a little bit about the one, the only Black Beauty. Uh, you know, what's interesting about a lot of people who have TV cars is they go out and in the case of the Batmobile, who we just had on moments ago, uh, we talked about how she had it made, her husband, her husband, her late husband had it made for her. And now we're looking at a guy who made his own Black Beauty are you that kind of a handy guy or, or just? No, no, there it. were cars made for the show and both of them still exist. One's at the Peterson, one's at the, uh, in private hands in South Carolina. So if I wanted one, I had to build it. Um, it was a project I had never tried before and I'm not so sure I'd want to try again. Uh, but uh, 
it, it came out of a conversation with my uh, brother way back when my kid was two. And we were talking, uh, well, what would be your dream car? And he wanted a Batmobile. And I couldn't be outdone, so I wanted the Black Beauty. Yes. Um, yes. As a Batmobile, actually, yes, two. Um, and uh, he's been driving it for years, and I'm still working on mine. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I, I will say this, though. I could never figure out. I was so disappointed when I was, what, 11 or 10 or something like that. The uh, Green Hornet, if I'm not mistaken, came out around 1967. And, uh, and was yeah. on ABC Friday nights, possibly? Friday night, 7.30. Right. And it was right after, because remember, I think at the time, network TV, oh, right after uh, that was something called the Time Tunnel, right? Wasn't that the same? Correct. Time Tunnel Time tunnel was right after that. Brady Bunch, Green it, it, Hornet, it, and uh, well, the Time Tunnel. Friday night was uh, Hogan's Heroes. On CBS. Okay. Okay, yes. But, but. This black uh, green hornet was on ABC. I remember that. And then right. one day, one day, I tuned in like I always did, and had my favorite snacks. And something called Malibu U showed up with the late great Rick Nelson. Oh. And I was like, "What is that? Where's the Black Beauty?" And obviously, at that age, I was not reading the latest Hollywood stuff, so I didn't know Black Green Hornet got canceled. It, it was it was as traumatic as an experience an eleven year old can have watching. Yeah, um, I, I'd have to agree. Um, uh, Britt Reed as the Green Hornet was probably my second childhood hero. He didn't he didn't use guns. He outwitted, outthought, and and outplayed his opponents. Van Williams was the actor who played him. Yes, and was so kind of had that chiseled look and and of course bruce lee who we talked about earlier in the show uh bruce was i gotta tell you walking it, around it, and doing things like erica's first um exposure to martial arts he paved the way for everything behind it from you know kung fu fighting to all of that kind of stuff we'd never seen it Nope. It was active in the, the states in, in arena fighting, but it had never been seen nationwide. So we all stood there mesmerized going, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then when you were kids, they'd always say, okay, I'll be a cowboy, you be an Indian. Oh, I'm going yeah. to be Cato. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have the uh, props and the hat in the car waiting for you. Awesome. Very cool. I even went trick or treating one time as Cato, and I was, it was, I have a picture somewhere which yeah. will never make here. Or That's maybe good. it will if I could find it. I don't know. There we go. Now, but the, the, the Black Beauty did have weapons on it. It was a, a weapon equipped vehicle, wasn't it? It was the third character in the show. Uh, even in the intro, it was uh, uh, the Green Hornet with his aide Cato and their rolling arsenal, the Black Beauty. You know that, that was that was part of the intro to the show. Okay. So yeah, it was a rolling arsenal. Uh, there were uh, what you saw in the show. There were eighteen rockets up front, left and right. There was a um, uh, we'll we'll just call it a knockout gas if you want. 
And of course, we had the green headlights, which were for night vision uh, that we know now. Remember, that didn't exist back then. Mm -hmm. uh, in the rear, there were uh, 20 rockets, uh, 10 on each side. Tell us a little bit about this while you're showing us the car, because you have the car there, right? Okay. First of all, it's 20 feet, three and a half inches long. Wow. And weighs 5,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Weight um, watchers would love it, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it was considered the mafia staff car because you could put three bodies in the trunk. <laughs> uh -huh. And keep in mind, it was originally, what, a 66 Imperial? It's a, 65? It's a 66 Imperial Crown hardtop. Okay. And uh, is this the one, is that what you had here? Is that what you started with originally? Yes. But under here, there's there's 20 rockets and the rear gas guns right in here. And of course, he had the scanner. The scanner, um, uh, we now call him a drone, but I've got the, the drone down there. It comes up out of the trunk and he didn't chase the bad guys. He followed them on the scanner and then gave Cato the coordinates to go there. <laughs> okay. So they cruised into the bad guys. Now, so, how much? How much of what you've got on the car is actually functional? I mean, I, I not necessarily rockets being armed, but the doors do they pop down from a switch all, inside all that, the vehicle? All that, all that stuff works. Okay. Wow. Uh, in fact, when I built the car, all the rockets worked. Now, what you're seeing here is he's opening the back door, and you have your basics. Here is the rear control panel that operates everything. Okay. And, and uh, of course, you know, we have the phone up here in the back. Uh, that was functional up until two years ago when the last antenna hit the ground. Oh. <laughs> uh, we have the TV screen over here that uh the the scanner reported to and we'll go around the other side but there's a, a prop closet back there now i talked about the the rockets uh this is all functional uh we'll turn the system on up front right over here wait a minute you said all functional what so yeah. you you flick a switch and the rockets go off uh well like i said uh, when i built the car yeah they were wired and they fired uh the chp didn't like <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. It's all you need to take a ride up the 101 in the middle well, of the well, uh, rush hour. That was the, that was the uh, CHP's problem. They didn't want me to have live ordinance on the L.A. freeway system. I don't understand why. What is wrong else with these it? people? Yeah. Like Nobody can have fun anymore. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, this whole section over here, these two switches are the, the front and rear arsenals. So... Um, yeah, and the whole thing tips up like it's supposed to, okay? So left and right, left and right, then I could select each individual rocket tube. Mm. We go up here, arm it, and then I could fire that particular tube. So what we're looking at is a control panel from the back seat that yep. the, yes. they would use typical 60s switches and all that mm -hmm. it looks very impressive and it's a good thing yeah. it's attached and it only works during when the car's on otherwise i think you just cleaned out your neighbors across the street yeah opened up the <laughs> that, that, that's kind of interesting in that um i don't have a shop and my garage is not big enough so i had to build this whole thing on the driveway in front of my neighbors oh okay so we've got we've got everything here 
Um, these are the front rocket doors. They are tie wrapped because my local constabulary says I have to have them tie wrapped if I drive around the streets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's there's our, the green headlights. Uh, you know that was the um, uh, night vision that Cato used, and behind behind the uh, license plate is the uh, front gas gun. Okay. Okay. I'll take your word for that. Very good. So, uh, by climbing into the car, and these are almost 40-inch wide doors here, okay? Uh, and, of course, a lot of this stuff is the original Imperial. These are all the, the door switches and all of that. It was pretty much stock. There was some stuff that never appeared uh, in the series that I tracked down. This is my dash. There's the front telephone. Okay. Uh, all of the radios. And then the whole dash just folds up like that. No, that's actually my rear view mirror. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I put I put a camera on the back end so I can see what's going on behind me. Well, parallel parking, it's got to be fun. Um, we can show you the crack in my stucco when I backed it up too fast. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's, That's Hey, you know, it, it can't be uh, problem-free. You know, these are the risks you take when you drive a TV car. A super yep. So this is basically the view that Bruce Lee would have under the circumstances. And that's now that's a Bruce Lee Bruce kind of Lee, hat. That's Bruce Lee's uh, chauffeur cap. Wow. And actual you know, Bruce Lee's uh, chauffeur cap or a no, no. recreation. A reasonable replica. Reasonable and replica. One of the things I added here, which looks like the armrest, which is what it's supposed to be, is the front control panel. Oh. Dean Jeffries actually put it under the passenger seat because that whole thing was fake, but I have to actually drive it. So we have uh, one of Cato's darts. All right. Okay. Nice. Looks like a big bumblebee. Yeah, he would throw that. And, of course, you've got to have your nunchucks. You oh, definitely, yeah. So um, I actually control the whole system from here. So we, we go down and uh, I'm trying to get out of the way so you can see what's going on. We've turned the system on. This switch tells me whether I'm going to roll things from the front or the back uh, control panel. So right now we're set for front. This again is the arming for the rockets. Uh-oh. And, and there. There goes the neighborhood. Um, this is all the different things. So um, I'm, I'm raising the, the scanner up now. It's now called a drone. The front gas gun, rear gas gun, the rear rockets. Now, when you're displaying this car at a show of sorts, you demonstrate it. What comes out of the gas gun? <laughs> um, actually, I have it hooked up to a Halloween um, fog machine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, that's safe. I was yeah. expecting you to say noxious green, green slime yeah, yeah. comes out of well, it. Well, I, like I, I, I do put food coloring in the fluid. Okay. 
I, I could just see him now getting pulled so over by a cop and the stuff starts coming out and they're going crazy. There's the front gas gun coming out of the, the uh I see, yeah. Okay. Now we'll go go back around here to the back and uh we can see the drone scanner there, there's thing. A, there's the scanner. Okay. Okay. Uh coming up out of the deal. That's that's a close facsimile to what the one was. It does have a camera on it right there. Okay. And that's connected to the TV. So there are times where you can stand back here at a show and look through the rear view mirror and see yourself on TV. Oh, cool. Okay. Have you ever well, deployed these things or opened up the doors while the police were behind you trying to figure out what kind of car it was? Um, well, <laughs> um, I, I really didn't want to have a whole bunch of, um, let me see what it is, pullovers. Uh -huh. You know, uh, they pull me over and then you get it. Well, actually, it happened once <laughs> um, in that, let's see, I did get pulled over. And I have a police radio in this thing. Uh oh <laughs> I had it. What could possibly it, go wrong? And it's tied to a, a CHP speaker behind the front grill. So I had the speaker on. And I heard the guy going, hey, Frank, you need to come on over here. You ought to see what I just pulled over. Except I broadcast that to the network. He wasn't very happy. <laughs> uh, so what I did is I actually took it to my local sheriff's station uh, at shift change, opened it all up and let all the deputies look at it with a, uh, and I, I did this with the permission of the, the police chief and, or, well, we are sheriff, but, um, so that they could look at it, take pictures, sit in it, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't get messed with very much at, uh, running around town. Do people really know what the car is, though? I mean, after all, the show's oh. only been on one year, and then there was the movie car, which was a little, little different. different, a lot different, in my opinion. But yeah, so thank you. They, they don't necessarily know what it is. No. Um, with with the, the grill and all of that, what I can see, and, and typically as I drive by people, I'll start watching the screen in the back, and it's the, they're, they're looking – most most gals don't pay any attention at all. They just they're oblivious to anything with wheels. Um, some guys sit there, and you can tell my manhood is in question because I can't realize what kind of car that is. <laughs> and and you can see them. They're staring at it as I drive away, going, "What, what is that? I'm, I'm I'm supposed to know this. I'm a guy." And, and um, others pick up on what it is, and they turn into nine-year-olds. Ah, uh -huh. okay. I can see that. <laughs> um, and the same thing happens at shows. Uh, they're, I, park, I, I show the car at a slant because I keep the back door on the passenger side open okay. so they can look in the, inside the car they can see the props that I have there. Uh, they can look at the switches. It always generates foot traffic. 
this thing is so unique that by parking it at an angle, they zero in on the green headlights. Because mm-hmm. that's so totally bizarre. And then that pulls them in. Then they can look at the, the um, uh, storyboard. And then they start really slowly walking around the car. Now, I've had people go, oh, so is this the Batmobile? Because it's a big, long car. Not exactly. So actually, on my storyboard, I have a picture of the Batmobile going, this is a Batmobile. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing is... Around the store, uh, the problem I have is all of my detail is on the inside of the car. Um, it, it's the radios, it's the, the front telephone, it's, it's the rear telephone, it's the control panels. There's, there's not a whole lot of bling on the outside, which was the design. It was supposed to be uh, a limousine cruising town. It and was, dark uh, and black. Oh, and Yeah, yeah. So, um, they're, they're, you know, I pulled almost 200 pounds of chrome off this thing. Wow. Uh, we lost the back bumper when the back bumper came off. The back of the car came up almost an inch. Uh-huh. Pounds. <laughs> um, and if if people will stop and walk around the car, they really enjoy it. They turn into nine year olds, or they're all talking about it. The whole thing is very cool, and I tell you what, we're running short of time, but I, I'm so happy that you had uh, an opportunity to chat with us on some of this. I will say this, though. Remember when we were watching the show, telling us how old we all are? Yeah. What they would do is they'd do this trick where they'd shoot it during the day, but then oh, they yeah. would mess nice. with the camera lens so everything looked like it was dark, but instead of seeing shadows, you'd see light shadows, kind of like. It, it, looked, it was looked yeah. like the sun was poking out in small places, but it was dark. At midnight, and there's the shadow of the car going with it. Yeah, and, and, and light coming out. It's just, how, how did that happen? And, of course, we were too young and too gaga about the show that we – okay, so I have to ask you this. Has anybody signed the car? Um, talk about an opportunity missed. No, nobody signed. My my entire cast is dead. All right, let's uh, – well, That's true. Yeah, by the time you did the car. Um, however, when I was building the car – Part of what I was doing at work was building the answer center for the Lost Hills Sheriff Station in Agora. Uh, I, I, I actually built the 911 answer center. I had to go downstairs to the equipment room, and I walked past the volunteer sheriff's office, which was always closed. Van Williams worked there until he retired. Really? I walked past him probably... Four years running while I was trying to build this car and never knew it. I never met the man. But I walked past his office at least three times a week for four years. (laughs) Wow. We don't think about them being in in some other area of... Well, he he finished um, his acting career and then went into law enforcement first uh, providing radios and things like that, and then he headed up the volunteer sheriff's department and search and rescue for um, Lost Hill Sheriff. Wow. wow. Okay. I know that. So we'll, I know we're running out of time, but um, one of these things, uh, 
this car has a 440. And, um... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so we're going to... Yeah. I think all um, the Imperials came up and had 440s back in the day. Four, four, 431 or 440. Well, Mark, yeah. of course, uh, yeah. is part of, uh, like I mentioned earlier in the show, the uh, Star Cars group, which uh, yeah. your brother actually started, correct? That is correct. Um, and with any luck, between... we're going to uh, pretty much loot all of the uh, people who are in the uh, Star Cars group for our future TV car segments right here on the Talking About Cars podcast. So uh, there it is. My brother founded the group with a, a gentleman by the name of Paul Nye, who's now up in Washington. He had a, one of the um, uh, Back to the Future DeLoreans. Okay. And, uh, Star Cars uh, grew strictly by going to shows. There's never been a budget. There's never been advertising. It was all word of mouth. And uh, it went from those two cars, which was down in, they met in Orange County or something like that. Um, there's now, uh, I think it's about 10 or 11 chapters around the world. Wow. And um, in, in SoCal, we have uh, San Diego, uh, what we call Center, which is uh, right around Gardena, which is where um, uh, my brother lives, uh, Riverside County, and I head up the group in Ventura County. Uh, there's also a group in Washington. There's a group in, um, I, I want to say, uh, Oklahoma, Midwest, Missouri, somewhere in there. There's a group in England. There's a group in Germany. There's a group in France. There's a group in That's Australia. a lot of groups. Yeah, the groupies. We're just a bunch of car nuts <laughs> that happen to have strange cars. The movie that uh, the Ford, Fu the Lincoln Futura was in with Glenn Ford and Debbie Reynolds. Right. It was 1959's It Started With a Kiss. Mark, we appreciate the time. We appreciate some great stories about the car. All right, let me ask you this real quick. Your car, your design car, the TV Black Beauty versus the movie Black Beauty. Right. What do you think? Well... <sighs> <laughs> Careful here. Um, I didn't had, like it. I, I had a perfectly restored 66 Imperial. I had two of these monsters. And <laughs> I took the other one to show. We took second in the state. Um, I ended up selling it to Sony Studios. They didn't tell me who they were. They used it for the movie and destroyed it. Oh, oh they, man. They it was original paint, original uh, seats. It, <clears throat> I did have to replace the vinyl top. Um, it had the original interior, the whole works. It was absolutely primo. Um, I even had the correct hub uh, wheel covers for it. And um, they, they, they made an offer, and obviously it was good enough. So I said yes, not knowing that it was going to the movie. I would not have sold it to them. Uh, I thought it was going to a collector, which is how they represented themselves, the collector being Sony Studios. Uh, it was one of the 23 cars they destroyed during the movie. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, they, they raided the Southern California Imperial uh, group and um, pretty much shafted all of us. Yikes. But, 
I, I, I won't go there. Okay. No. okay. Nope. Nope. I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't go there. Mark, uh, Trippin, thank you so much for joining us. And of course, everybody, don't forget to check out our audio podcasts on radio.com and knx1070.com. If you're listening right now on radio.com, just to let you we know, we will have this all on video on our video podcast on our new Two Tired Guys Productions channel. You can subscribe to both. Of course, it's not going to be at the same time. You'll have to wait a few weeks before this goes on, just so our friends at radio.com can have exclusivity on this. But in the meantime, follow us on social media, become a Two Tired Guys patron, see exclusive videos, get some swag. Until next time. Oh, by the way, did I mention uh, Patreon? Until next time, I'm Randy. That's that's Mark. You... You heard from Leonora, that's Bob, and we've been having fun talking about cars. This is a Two Tired Guys Productions. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.